Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Tiffany Nicole Foster was preparing to graduate from Georgia Military College in 2021. A 35-year-old mother of three, Tiffany had worked tirelessly to get her criminal justice degree and she was almost there. She had also recently become engaged and things were looking up for Tiffany. A new marriage and a college degree, Tiffany had a lot to look forward to. She was also a devoted mother to her three children and very close to her family. On Monday, March 1st, 2021, Tiffany was going to make a run to the grocery store. She left her apartment in Noonan, Georgia, and was only going to be gone for a few minutes. It was supposed to be a quick trip. But the next day, March 2nd, Tiffany didn't show up for her classes, something that was extremely out of character for her. On March 5th, Tiffany missed work without calling in, something that was also extremely out of character for Tiffany. But it wouldn't be Tiffany's fiancé that would report her missing. It would be her mother. A few days later, her car would be found abandoned in a parking lot an hour away. Tiffany has not been seen or heard from since. Where is Tiffany Nicole Foster. Just walk through the door. 
Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast. Today's case came recommended to me from a listener, and I appreciate all of your suggestions. As I dug into Tiffany's story, I was shocked to learn how much of a media push has been tried on her case, yet it hasn't really seemed to get much traction outside of the local news in Georgia. Is it because as a young black woman, she is considered a minority? Is it because there have been other cases taking priority for some reason? There is definitely something going on in her case. And while there have been some arrests, no one has been charged with anything to do with her disappearance. And Tiffany Foster is still missing. If you have any case suggestions, please send them over to me via social media, or you can email me at canwefindthem at gmail.com. Cases like Tiffany's are the ones we need to know about, the ones that need a push to get more eyes and ears out there for Tiffany and her family. This episode is partnered with ButcherBox, one of my favorite companies to utilize, which I do every month. And this week, if you use our link in the show notes, you can receive $30 off your first box and free bacon for life. Also, if you send us a pic of your box, we will also send you a $10 Amazon gift card. More on ButcherBox in a bit. So let's talk about Tiffany Nicole Foster. Tiffany was born on October 3rd, 1985 and lived mostly in the area of Columbus, Georgia. Tiffany has three children and she was a devoted mother. In 2019, Tiffany started dating Reginald Reggie Robertson. Friends and family have said there were some red flags from the beginning, especially now that they look back. But in 2020, Tiffany and Reggie and her three children would move from Columbus, Georgia to the city of Noonan, Georgia. Together, they resided in the White Oak Apartments. And while Tiffany worked as a security guard for HelloFresh, she was also getting ready to graduate with a criminal justice degree from Georgia Military College. Even though I couldn't find a whole lot on her personal life leading up to her disappearance, anyone who can go to school, keep a job, and raise three children at the same time must be a hardworking and dedicated person. You can also tell that she was very active in her children's life just through scrolling through her Facebook feed. She was very active with her children. Tiffany was, in fact, set to graduate soon from the college, and her 17-year-old son was close to graduating high school as well. Plus, Reggie and Tiffany were planning on getting married soon. So overall, things seemed to be going pretty well for Tiffany. And to say the future looked bright for her and her family would be an understatement. The Disappearance On Monday, March 1st, 2021, Tiffany texted her daughter, who was then aged 15, to see if she needed anything from the store. She was going to run out and grab a few things. Her daughter said she didn't see the text until much later, and it went unanswered for a few hours. Her daughter has also said that that text haunts her to this day, wondering what would have happened if she had texted her mother back. Tuesday, March 2nd, Tiffany had classes and didn't show up. This was extremely out of character for her. 
On March 5th, Tiffany didn't show up for her shift at HelloFresh. She didn't call in either, which was also very unusual behavior for Tiffany. It's unclear exactly when Tiffany was reported missing, but we do know that it wasn't her fiancé that reported it. It wasn't Reggie. Tiffany's teenage daughter texted her grandmother, Tiffany's mom, to let her know that she hasn't seen her mom. Her mom never came home. After her mom realized that Tiffany couldn't be found anywhere and no one had been able to reach her or talk to her, she was reported missing to authorities. Tiffany's sister has also since come out and said that her and Tiffany were very close and they texted or talked daily. So she knew right away something had to be wrong. On March 8th, Tiffany's car, a 2020 blue Nissan Altima, a car that she had actually just bought, was found in an apartment complex in College Park, Georgia, abandoned there. Now, College Park is about 30 minutes from Noonan, Georgia very close to the city limits of Atlanta. What on earth was her car doing there? To make matters worse, inside her vehicle, they found her keys, her wallet with her debit card, cash, in her purse. If Tiffany had taken off, why not take those items with you? On March 11th, Tiffany misses her flight for Texas, airfare that she had previously paid for in full. Reggie, her fiancé, denies knowing how her car got there, but things would escalate very soon with that statement. In fact, Reggie denies knowing anything about the whereabouts of Tiffany or having anything to do with her disappearance. He hasn't even, to my knowledge, given a reason as to why he didn't report her missing or let anyone know that she never came home. Take a listen to his statement given to the media shortly after Tiffany went missing. The search for Tiffany Nicole Foster would begin. The search. Authorities did search the area where her car was found in College Park, but 
didn't find any evidence of Tiffany. Friends and family started looking for her too, all over Noonan, Georgia, and even back in Columbus, Georgia, where she was from. Law enforcement did determine that her cell phone pinged around 2.58 p.m. on March 1st in the area of her apartment, but after that, there was no cell phone activity at all. On April 8th, 2021, Reggie is arrested and charged with theft. Authorities said this is technically unrelated to Tiffany's disappearance, but the theft charge does stem from him moving her car from Noonan, Georgia to College Park. Investigators haven't elaborated on these details. On April 21st, Reggie faces additional charges. This time he is charged with kidnapping and aggravated assault in an incident that happened back in November of 2020. Detectives once again say this is unrelated to Tiffany's disappearance. However, authorities do say that in November of 2020, Reggie kidnapped Tiffany and took her to an abandoned house. The details of that are scarce, but it is definitely alarming. The house where he took Tiffany to on that incident was searched with no sign of Tiffany anywhere. Reggie continues to deny having anything to do with Tiffany's disappearance, claiming he wants her found as much as everybody else. Family isn't overly thrilled with the investigation, and volunteers have come forward to help search for Tiffany, too. Areas of interest were identified by people who knew her and searched. The reward for information on Tiffany's whereabouts has continued to rise and now sits at $75,000. There have been a couple of bodies of water searched as well behind the apartments where she lived in Noonan, the Creekside at White Oak apartment complex. There is a small lake. That lake was searched with sonar, but some are calling for the lake to be dragged. It's easy to spot a vehicle underwater using sonar, but a body could be very easily missed. Others have also come forward, others that live at that same apartment complex, and claim that it is highly unlikely that she would be in that body of water. Apparently, the water levels drop significantly during the winter months, and the bottom of the lake, which is actually more of a pond, as they say, can be seen. You can almost see the bottom of this pond across the entire body of water. That pond is also used by people that live in that apartment complex quite a bit for fishing, and the complex maintains it and actually keeps it stocked. So it does seem that that would be an unlikely place to hide a body. There have been some searches happening in the Columbus, Georgia area also. Columbus is about an hour south of Noonan. College Park, where her car was found, is about a half hour to the north of Noonan. But seeing as she was from Columbus and has a lot of connections there, Friends and families wanted to search that area too. Could she have went to Columbus herself? They needed to take a no-stone-unturned approach to finding their loved one. One area that has come up in discussions about search areas, especially in regards to Columbus, is the Chattahoochee River, a large river that runs right through the city of Columbus. It looks like some volunteers might have combed through the area, but if there was any official search of the river, it wasn't really talked about. Now, there have been other official searches of the river for other lost people, swimmers and boaters, even recently. But nothing regarding Tiffany has ever been found. Noonan, College Park, and Columbus, Georgia. 
Let's take a look at the area in which all of this is occurring. Columbus, Georgia, where Tiffany is from, is a city of just about 200,000 residents. The area is famous for the boardwalk area on the Chattahoochee River. Columbus, Georgia is on the Alabama-Georgia border, a border that is created by the Chattahoochee River. Neighborhood Scout gives Columbus a crime rating of 8. This means Columbus is considered safer than 8% of U.S. cities. Their stats also show that you have a 1 in 134 chance at being the victim of a violent crime. I don't point these statistics out to throw shade on Columbus. There are some great areas and neighborhoods in the city as well, as most cities. But it does offer a picture of what law enforcement agencies are already dealing with there in regards to crime. Both Reggie and Tiffany have ties to the Columbus area. But there is no evidence that Tiffany went there on the day she vanished, or Reggie, at least as far as we know. Now, noon in Georgia, about an hour north of Columbus, is heading towards the city of Atlanta. Noonan has a population of just around 40,000 residents, much smaller than Columbus, but still a city in its own right. There is a plethora of shopping and restaurants, and in particular, several shopping plazas right near the White Oak apartment complex where Tiffany lived. Which begs the question, could she have walked to the store? The maps show some pretty busy four to six lane roads, however, outside of her apartment complex, unless there was a shortcut. It wouldn't be an easy walk, especially if you were carrying stuff that you had just purchased. Now, if you take Interstate 85 north out of Noonan for about 30 minutes, you end up in College Park, Georgia. It's a straight shot. It's really hard to tell via Google Maps. So if you're local to that area, I'd love to hear some feedback from you. Either send me an email or leave us a voice message with the link in the description. But there is a lot of green around the area. Green in Google Maps terms means less populated. So while Noonan is a city, College Park is a city, and of course Atlanta, seems there's a lot of less populated areas in between. There's also not a lot of bodies of water, although there are a few en route. Lake Redwine and BT Reservoir, to name a couple, at least the couple that stood out to me on the map. So what took Reggie to College Park that day? Why did he have Tiffany's car? Why College Park? Does he have connections there? College Park is right outside Atlanta city limits. It's actually right next to the Atlanta International Airport. Is that a clue in her disappearance? Did somebody hop on a flight? Or was Reggie just looking for a populated place to drop off the car, kind of hidden in plain sight, so to speak? Before we jump into the questions and theories in Tiffany's case, let's have a quick word from today's partner, ButcherBox. Are you tired of always wondering what's for dinner? Grabbing takeout because there's nothing in the fridge or freezer? ButcherBox is your answer to high quality meats being delivered right to your door with prices you can actually afford. ButcherBox only works with companies and farmers that are dedicated to doing things right. Meat and seafood are sourced only from partners that offer the highest quality and meet the highest standards. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood ensure you're getting only the best. What I love is that you can curate your own box based on your needs. 
and even choose your shipping schedule, which can be changed at any time. Make life easier on yourself. Have a box delivered to you so you can keep your freezer stocked with healthy options for you and your family. Save money with unnecessary trips to the store and save on ordering takeout because you didn't have time to go shopping. The best part is if you use our referral link in the show notes, you can receive ground beef for life. Yes, you heard that correctly, for life, as well as $30 off your first box. Shipping is always free. Again, go grab yourself free ground beef for life and $30 off your first box by using the link in our show notes. The questions. So there are several questions in regards to Tiffany's disappearance, even more than that, actually. For one, if she was heading to the store on March 1st, did she ever make it to the store? Her sister did say that they did look at some surveillance footage from some stores, stores that they thought she was probably likely to go to, and they didn't see her on any of the footage. They don't think she actually ever made it to the store. But there are dozens of stores in Noonan, Georgia. Also, if she was running errands and going shopping specifically, wouldn't she have taken her car? How did her car get left behind and in the hands of Reggie? If she had left to go to the store in her car and disappeared, wouldn't her car also be missing? We know, or at least we believe we know, since Reggie was arrested for it, that he took Tiffany's car and left it in College Park, Georgia. But we don't know why. And we don't know where he went from there. Did someone pick him up? If he was involved in Tiffany's disappearance, did he act alone? How did he get back home to Noonan, Georgia, if he did drive her car to College Park? I'd also like to know what his reasons were for not reporting her missing sooner. Why did it take her daughter alerting her grandmother to the fact that Tiffany was missing? So many unanswered questions. Theory number one. Tiffany walked off on her own accord. This could have happened willingly or even unknowingly. Remember the case of Amber Gerwick, a young woman who suffered a sudden onset of amnesia? and was missing for over a month? Could something like that have happened to Tiffany? It's hard to imagine this mother of three would have ever left her children knowingly and willingly. She was known to be a very involved and loving mother. Or could she have left because she felt she was in danger, but felt that her kids would be safe? This would be an ideal scenario for family because it would mean that she is safe and alive out there somewhere. The difficult part of this theory is that we're going on a year and a half now. She has been missing for a year and a half. Theory number two. Kidnapped. Was Tiffany kidnapped? I think what makes this theory stand out a little more in regards to Tiffany's case specifically is the fact that she was kidnapped before. Remember, on April 20th, 2021, Reggie was charged with kidnapping in an incident back in November of 2020 in which he had kidnapped Tiffany, taken her against her will to an abandoned house. 
did he do that again? The concerning part here, again, is that it's been a year and a half and Reggie has been in jail. If she were being held somewhere, who is taking care of her? Theory number three, foul play. Unfortunately, this theory is a possibility also. Law enforcement has said they suspect foul play because of the circumstances. A mother who would likely not leave her three children and the fact that her car was found abandoned with her purse and wallet inside. Some people wonder if authorities know more than they are saying, and it is very likely that they do. When they came out and said that they thought foul play or suspected foul play in her case, many wondered if it was because they had some type of DNA evidence, something that they hadn't publicly announced yet. But during one press conference, law enforcement said, It was because of the suspicious circumstances. She wasn't the type of person to walk away willingly on her own, and she left behind all of her personal belongings. The investigation has included 52 search warrants being served and over 150 pieces of evidence being collected, many of which were sent to the Georgia State Crime Lab. No word on any results or even what those items were. Tiffany Nicole Foster is described as a black female standing five foot two inches tall and weighing around 220 pounds at the time she disappeared. She was 35 years old when she was last seen in March of 2021 and would today be 36. She will turn 37 on October 3rd. Tiffany was most likely wearing a black Nike bodysuit that zips up the back. Tiffany has black hair, hazel eyes. Her hair is cut very short, but she normally wears a variety of different wigs. She has a large red birthmark extending from her back down her left arm and a heart-shaped tattoo on the back of her right shoulder that says Big Sister 12797. There is a substantial reward for anyone that can bring Tiffany home. Anyone with any information on Tiffany's whereabouts is asked to call the Coweta County Sheriff's Office at 678-423-6711. Her family and friends have been working tirelessly to keep the pressure on law enforcement and get help finding Tiffany. They have a Facebook group I urge you to go join and show your support to the family. The name of the group is Searching for Tiffany Foster. Since she disappeared, her son has graduated high school without his mother being there, and her two other children are two years older now. They yearn for answers in their mother's whereabouts. Tiffany was also very close to her sister and has an extended network of family and friends that want answers, that need answers. Tiffany was at a point in her life where she had everything going for her, so much to look forward to. Her kids were growing up into adults and herself graduating college and pursuing her dream. The whereabouts of Tiffany Nicole Foster have remained a mystery for far too long. Someone definitely knows something. Thank you so much for listening to Tiffany's story today, a case that we need to keep pushing for media and law enforcement attention on. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this case please follow us over on social media. I welcome all comments and DMs over there. And you can also leave us a voice message now, which I may play in future podcasts. The link is in our show notes. You can always email me as well at canwefindthem at gmail.com. 
I want to thank all of our patrons also for supporting our show and our mission. There are some GoFundMes that we are looking to help with. Keep an eye on our social media for those. If you are able and interested, please consider supporting the show at www.patreon.com slash wherearethepodcast. Membership begins at just $3 a month and you will get bonus episodes and help out our causes. This month, we are featuring a new series, the Missing in the Great Smoky Mountains series. A big thank you again to this episode's partner, ButcherBox. Remember to use the link in our notes to try them out for fresh organic meats delivered right to your door. Our link will also get you $30 off your first box and free bacon for life. And if you send us a picture of your box when it arrives, we will send you a $10 Amazon gift card. Thank you again so much for listening to the story of Tiffany Nicole Foster today. Keep sharing her story. We will be back again soon with another unsolved missing person case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.